1: and welcome to another episode of Toilet Side Wrestling Talk. Today's guest hails from the great state of Texas and began wrestling in 2012. He was trained by Rudy Boy Gonzalez, Sho Funaki, and Takamichi Noku. He's worked for such promotions as Southwest Wrestling Entertainment, NWA, MLW, Heavy Metal Wrestling, Reality of Wrestling. He's worked two impact matches, New Texas Pro Wrestling. He's worked AEW Dark three times, and Dallas Championship Wrestling. He's the current DCW Texas Champion. He's also held the ROW Texas Championship, the Lions Pride Sport Championship, and the MEPW Heavyweight Championship. Along the way, he shared the rings with the likes of Yuji Hino, Barrett Brown, Gary J, Keith Lee, The Blade, Ethan Page, Lance Archer, and I could go on. 2020, PWI put him on their top 500 list, and he came at number 494. So, let's welcome today's guest, someone who rejects the notion that the Earth is actually triangle-shaped. I give you Moonshine Mantell. Best part of that is like the very ending when you, when you
0: go towards the ref. I laugh every single time I see it.
1: Uh, hey, how are you today?
0: Man, I'm doing great. How about yourself?
1: I'm doing fine, thank you. i um, been looking forward to having you on. Let me ask you a question: Is is wrestling in Texas and or being a fan in Texas different than what you see in other you know parts of the country where you wrestle?
0: Um, I think on the independent level, uh, as far as being a talent down there, it's a little bit different just because, uh, Texas has Texas for the longest time has been that quote unquote black hole of the, uh, independence and, and, uh, just over the last few years, that's when we're finally starting to get our just to do. So, uh, being a wrestler down there, you kind of go in, you know. You kind of have like a chip on your shoulder, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it just uh, and I mean, I'm not I'm not speaking for everyone, but for no. every, you know, I know a lot of guys like myself have been down there, have you know, kind of take take offense to the fact that it takes us so long to get noticed compared to uh, comparative to everyone else, you know. Yeah. So now, now that Texas scene, you know, is on is on uh, the rise, man. So now we're we're all out there doing our thing and starting to get finally noticed. But, as a, fan, but yeah. as a but as a, as a fan though, I would say it's a little bit different, man. I think the Texas style has always been that more brawling type of style, more kind of realistic, you know, just ground and pound type of you know style, man. So yeah. it's, it's it's just a little bit different, I guess. Um Texas, I guess we're a little bit more about the brawling and that kind of stuff. You know. Got it. Yeah, I knew there I knew there must have been
1: like some difference. Um, so you but you live in Kansas City now. Can I ask you a question about Kansas City or, I guess, Missouri? Um, is are, is the barbecue, is there any place that has
0: bad barbecue food? Not that I've experienced here, man. Every barbecue that I've had in Kansas City has been phenomenal. I actually live a few blocks away from uh, Joe's Barbecue here
1: in Kansas okay. City.
0: So I, I can't put that place over enough. And I'm a few blocks away from Q39 too, man. So I haven't had bad barbecue in Kansas City. It's really good uh i put texas barbecue and kansas city barbecue they're about neck to neck on the scale i was just
1: going to ask you that so and is it so is it popular down there or is it like since we don't have like like where i live i have nothing as far as um as barbecue food is it do people like oh i love it or is it just kind of like you know just another restaurant
0: no 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 i mean and i i can speak for uh the joe's that's around the block from here man I, every day it doesn't matter what day of the week it is they have a line backed up you know outside of the building all, wow. all around the building and it's not just like it's people waiting outside but it's also you know go orders too and they have it backed up so yeah it's a big thing here man do you does it
1: constantly smell like where you like live like in in your in your house or apartment and around the block? does it constantly smell really good
0: uh, yeah, man. I mean, especially in my part man, we do a lot of cooking here, so it always it always smells like some sort of meat going on here. Do you have a smoker? No, but uh, I, here in my town home we have an air fryer, man. So uh,
1: oh, how does that work?
0: I'm sorry, this is... air, air, air. no, no air fryers are great, man, and I and I highly recommend one for anyone out there, and not just for you know like frying, air frying your meat or whatever yeah. like that, but also your vegetables. Like I do, like a, we do, like the vegetables and everything in our house, and uh, it's 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 amazing. We had some roasted cauliflower last night. It just it just it has a cleaner taste, and it just tastes a little bit better. Oh wow! Okay, so. yeah, I gotta get my hands on one of those because you're not the first person who said that.
1: All right, so we'll eventually we'll get towards the wrestling. I just had another question
0: about Kansas City. Oh, you're good, man.
1: So I used to be like I used to live in like about 20 minutes away from Chicago. And I used to live in fear of tornadoes. Yeah. What, and so I'm always thinking about places I would live are in Chicago, but they would have to not have tornadoes or hurricanes. Are do you seeing natural disasters in Kansas City?
0: Uh, well, OK, so I've lived in Kansas City probably for a total of about like four years now. OK. Um, off, off and on. And I've I think there's only been tornadoes in the area maybe once. You okay, know, like I, I can wood. really, re- that can really recall. And uh, it, it was, it was just in the area. So it wasn't actually in the city or anything like that. Um, and as far as where I'm from in Texas, I'm from the Austin area. So that's oh, the wow. hill. Co- yeah, it's the hill country area, man. So there's a bunch of hills everywhere. So we really don't get uh, tornadoes out that way too much.
1: Okay. I got to put that on my list then if possible. Yeah. If I ever have to flee where I live now, that's one of the places I'll have. Um, yeah. So you grew up in Texas. Is it like you see on television like everyone plays football and it's like a huge big deal every week
0: yeah it's a way of life man it's a way of life uh high school football is just it's just a way of life in texas not only just high school football but you know all the way from pop warner all the way up until high school and you know college everything it's just uh it's definitely a way of life some towns you know it's the only thing for them to, you know, get excited for, you know, cause, sure, sure, because there are those real rural towns out there who really don't have anything going on. So, like, football season comes around or baseball season, you know, especially football season though. Uh-huh. Um, that's, that's when, you know, the whole town comes out. It's a huge deal.
1: So when you, I don't know what the the correct term is when you popped out of your mom or whatever the the, the ways. popped on out Yeah, when you popped out. Did uh, was it at that point? Did the, and they saw you were a boy, like you were gonna play football?
0: No, no, nothing like that, man. Actually, uh, <clears throat> I was uh, like I, I did play football growing up, but I okay. was actually more of a basketball kid when I first started. Oh it, man, yeah, for, that was my first love, even before professional wrestling, football, or anything like that came along. Uh, basketball was my first love. I I, 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 picked, I I picked up a basketball when I was one years old, and I was I was kind of hooked
1: and who who kind of got you into that at, at that age like, did you start watching ba- like basketball on tv with someone
0: yeah i mean i i would say my grandfather you know my grandfather was always around so you know we always you know whether it was basketball or wrestling you know or football you know he yeah. was always usually you know in the room with me
1: i always get really jealous when i hear uh, someone say that they watch wrestling uh, or some any type of like sporting thing with their grandfather. I love my grandfather, but I'm like that would have been like, that would be something like a great memory to carry with you, you know, when they pass on and stuff. Um, that you you know had that type of relationship. Uh, were you uh, did you have a big family
0: or a small family? Uh very small. Um, so I uh, I don't really know my father's side of the family. I was raised by my mother and my grandparents. Okay. Um, my mother has uh, four brothers, and only one of them had any kids. So uh, just wow. very small family. I have, I have no, I have no siblings, no brothers or sisters, and I have uh, three, four cousins, and that's about as big as my family. Goes.
1: You're lucky that you were had,
0: because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> it sounds like.
1: Um, so so okay, so not having a sibling and not like, a big family. What was your
0: personality like? Oh man, just real. Uh, as a kid, you know, I was. It was totally not unusual for me just to spend hours and hours alone. So I was kind of a quiet kid, a quiet, shy kid growing up. I, you know, I still kind of am a quiet, shy guy. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, very. Did you feel lonely? Um, at times, but I always. Uh, the cool thing about you know, the cool thing about my life is I've always had a really great group of friends. And uh, okay. my friend, my friends, you know, who I've I've literally been friends with since, um, you know, like daycare, all up until present day. Um, I've just had a great group of friends, and they've always been kind of my second family. So, like, I've never really looked at myself like, "Hey, you know, the poor me, I don't have any brothers to yeah. hang out with or anything like that," because I always had badass friends to hang out with. So, totally. and
1: you just put that energy in yeah. them.
0: Yeah. So, I mean. You know, and same thing with my grandfather. You know, I didn't, I didn't have a father figure growing up, but I had my mm-hmm. grandfather, and he, he took that position. You know, so um, I never, you know, thought of it kind of as weird. It always mm-hmm. just, uh, it was just the way it was. You know, but uh, it definitely, it definitely uh, made me a little bit shyer growing up, and it may me a little bit more closed off compared to most people I'd say. Sure.
1: Did did you were you close with your mom?
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, very close. We're close to this day. Oh, that's amazing.
1: Um. So, uh, did you know, what, at what age did you know, okay, I'm going to play football?
0: Um, I would say, I don't know, around the age, I don't know, it was probably around like the age of like eight or nine, you know, because I, I was doing just all the like the pop one or stuff and everything like that. But um, yeah, probably the age of nine. And then slowly after that, that's kind of when my, my love kind of transitioned to, you know, with wrestling as well
1: sure and were you playing were you on like your high school basketball team
0: yeah H- high school basketball high school Can you football. dunk um well see it, i could almost dunk i last time i tried i could dunk a volleyball no problem i tried okay. like almost get a, a ball in uh with a basketball or whatever but uh volleyball no problem softball that's no awesome. problem yeah yeah i mean th- I that's probably- giving
1: a superpower <clears throat>
0: Yeah, man i've always i've always had ability to jump really high you know i'm not trying to put myself over or anything like that but I've yeah been a pretty high jumper
1: did you work out in high school like were you like conscious
0: of having like a good body and staying in shape so i would work out in high school with like coaches and that kind of stuff but mm-hmm. like it wasn't until i kind of broke off and just started doing my own thing because i knew you know at a very young age i was like well if i want to get into professional wrestling i got to look like the guys on tv obviously right? yeah so um i slowly started transitioning and doing my, my own thing outside of what coaches were having to do during practice okay so i would go to my uh you know local rec center or you know uh, you know when any when someone wasn't using like the arc gym or anything like that i use it at the high school but oh, uh cool. you know i would just start doing my own thing and i would just kind of learn on my own did
1: um so when did you like in your head decide like okay i'm going the pro wrestling route how old were you at that?
0: age where you oh, like man. made the decision that you're going to pursue i would say around the age of uh, 10 or 11. that's when i knew i knew <laughs> like professional wrestling was what i wanted to do did you tell yeah. anyone this um <laughs> yeah i told my mom and uh every i told my family okay and they all they all thought i was crazy and
1: uh <laughs> 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 they Jeez. all
0: you know and i didn't learn this till later you know my mom would you know now now my mom's my biggest supporter but you know when i first got into wrestling and stuff she told me she thought you know she was like the whole family thought you were crazy for the longest time and we never thought you'd go through with this you know um so yeah man i knew from about the age of like 11 that's what i had my heart set on you know i still played sports and everything like that to stay in shape yeah but, uh but i knew from a very very young age why you know where i wanted to do did you have a plan So basically, my plan was to get through high school and everything, Mm -hmm. and and then after high school, I was going to start right into professional wrestling school. I was actually going to go to Killer uh, Tim Brooks School up in uh, Waxahachie, Texas. Um, so you know, a little detour from that. After I got out of high school, uh, it basically came down to the fact where I I did more I did more research, you know, I, Mm -hmm. I did my due diligence and um one of the guys who i kind of idolized i didn't kind of idolize i idolized the kid was Mick foley and um in his uh, first biography the the number one thing he he had as far as advice for young up-and-coming wrestlers was mm-hmm. to get some sort of backup plan you know get an education sure. and uh so you know after high school i took a year off kind of farted around and that's when i started uh you know i i never planned on going to college but mm-hmm. i you know Started off in uh, junior college and worked my way up and, you mm-hmm. know, eventually got a degree.
1: Does everybody, I just, this just triggers me. Can you get into like a big university in Texas right away or do you have to go to junior college first? Because I heard it's very difficult for your freshman year to get in.
0: Uh, It can be. But for me, it was more of a, it was more of an expense thing. You know, mm-hmm. if you, if you go to community college or junior college, your first few years and knock out all of those, all those, um, requirements, classes, mm-hmm. you know, all, all your, uh, base, your basics and everything. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a lot cheaper. So that's kind of okay. where, my, where my head was at.
1: Did you ever have, like, as a child, have any dreams of going to, you know, UT?
0: Oh, hell no, man. I, n- not UT. I actually, uh, ended up going to Texas state, but I never, oh. um, yeah, yeah. I was in Texas. I went to Texas State University, but uh, no, dude. So you know, part of my language, but you know, like fuck no. I never outside yeah. outside of high school, man. I I never had any aspirations to go to school. School was the last thing on my mind.
1: Because you've had this. Because at that point, you've had a what a plan for like six, seven years. Yeah. Like that, you you've been following. So you couldn't like you know put that yeah. aside at that point.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, man. And I was never, you know, I mean, if I'm being honest, I was never a strong student, you know, it was never never, going to school and, you know, getting good grades and everything like that. That wasn't a big interest to me. That wasn't Mm -hmm. a big uh, priority. You know, my priority was always, you know, let's stay in shape and let's get ready to get a ring, you know?
1: So after this, you know, you took this year off between graduating, when did you start um, like zeroing in on, Where you wanted to train, or where they would
0: take you. So, at first, uh, after high school, like I said, I was I was planning on going to Killer Tim Brooks School, Mm -hmm. and then um, you know after about a year or so of just kind of farting around and working and stuff and being in the real world, that's when I was Mm -hmm. like, man, I need an education. So, once I got into college, I made myself a promise. I was like, you know, because I knew I knew going into wrestling what kind of it, people don't realize the kind of devotion it takes to be in the wrestling business you know mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta be devoted to this stuff man i mean because not only is it going to take a wear and tear on your body you know you're gonna you're you're damaging your body in long term but also also the mental psyche you know and just everything that goes along with it man you're, time yes the time the money the aches the pains the heartache, everything that goes into it man and you kind of gotta you not got not kind of but you got to give it your all so i knew going into wrestling it's just like if i wanted to get into wrestling i had to give my all. and i told myself if i could get through college and i actually get a degree and i still wanted it that bad i'd pursue wrestling so that was my promise to myself so i got through college and i was at my last semester of college and i was like i can't i can't take it anymore i have to get into wrestling and that's when right. i uh that's when i uh signed up and i started my first training at the Texas Wrestling.
1: Okay, so at at this point, are you? Do you think you're physically ready to handle uh, pro wrestling training? In your head?
0: Yes, in my head, I was physically ready. You know, like I was in the best shape of my life going into it, and um, I was just at that point, I was just like, I was just, you know, Jones in it, yeah, yeah, waiting for it, waiting for it, it, and just counting down the days. You know, once I once I got into it, man, it was like hit the ground running.
1: The night before your first day of training, were you nervous? Could you sleep? Anxious? Oh
0: man. <clears throat> so this is where it kind of gets a little like sketchy. It's just mm-hmm. a few, okay. So like I told you, my grandparents raised me just as much as my um, just as much as my mother did growing mm-hmm. up. And uh, days before I started my first day of training, my grandmother passed away. And uh, like, I believe it was um, two days before I started my first day of training. So like I not only was I a nervous wreck, you know, going into it, you know, yeah. and, you know, I'm a college kid, full time college kid at that time. You know, I'm, I'm broke. You know, there's a lot of things going on in my life. You know, I'm trying mm-hmm. to just finish this last semester and get my degree. Um, and that's when my my grandmother, who's like a mother to me, like mm-hmm. passed away. You know, so it was I was feeling all sorts of emotions going into it. And, but uh, the one thing I do remember specifically is pulling up to that warehouse on the first day. And it was like it was like a sign, man. Because there was just this huge rainbow just over the big warehouse building, right? And it was just like it was like, ta da! Yeah, waiting. like do GD this. To yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, get ready. Let's do this. So, um, it was it was a nerve it was a nerve wracking few days to say the least. Man.
1: Did anyone know that like like trainers or whoever you're training with? Did they know that you? Besides, like you know, trying to become a professor right away, you're also dealing, you know, with the weight of your grandmother
0: on you. Um, I told him like after the first week, you know, oh, okay, I, I, I after the first, I didn't want to go in there and be like, hey, you know, this and this. I, I yeah. kind of just like I was gonna keep going and act like everything was casual. But then after the first week or two, that's when I was like, hey, just so you know, like if if I'm kind of standoffish or if I'm just, you know, yeah. whatever, you know, this is what I'm dealing with. And he was totally cool with it.
1: That's that's amazing that you have that support. That that was a response that you got. Um, yeah. Had you ever been uh, on your first day? Had you ever been inside a wrestling ring prior?
0: One time, one okay. time, and, and I remember it like I. I was, it's funny how you you asked that because I was just thinking about this uh, a few weeks back. Um, the first time I got in the ring, I was there visiting the school, and uh, another another former wrestler by the name of Jacob Kil, Jacob Kilgore. You know, he was there, and he was one of the top students at the time, and he invited me to the ring. And I remember that first time, just, you know, wiping my feet and taking that first, you know, step through the ropes. I just felt, you know, I was like, man, this is a cool moment. And it's one of those yeah. kind of just like, you know, it's a, it's a small moment, but it's such a big, monimous moment, moment yeah. you know, in my career, you know. So, yeah, man, I definitely remember the first time I stepped in.
1: Yeah, that's your office for the most part. You know, yeah, yeah. that's where you do your work. Um, it, it's crazy, you know, knowing the amount of wrestling fans on this planet. You know, millions and millions and millions, and just a fraction of them have ever been inside a wrestling ring before. You know, myself included. Um, so that must have been cool the first time. Oh man, so, that's very cool. So they're having you obviously, you know, taking bumps and running the ropes and stuff. At what point do and maybe this isn't even a part of training. Uh, your character, like developing a character, and you know, cutting a promo—is that part of
0: what the the school provides? Um, my initial training, no, we didn't work okay. on that, and that's that's the one thing uh, that I know. You know, I think they do a little bit better there, but at the time, no. Uh, more of my training was more learning the basics, learning the psychology of the in-ring stuff, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, character stuff and everything that was kind of secondary. Okay. Um, but uh yeah, man, I think for the most part, my my training there, I did. I learned. That's where I learned my basic psychology. Learned to you know be in great condition because you know there was no AC there and that San Antonio heat, you know, during yeah, the summer. And, yeah. man. So <laughs> uh, as far as character development will go, development and everything, that wasn't prioritized so much.
1: Did you, when you were ten or eleven years old, did you have? uh like 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 how how you wanted to look as a wrestler like did you have any like dreams daydreams about that
0: kind of thing uh a little bit a little bit but it's it's crazy how you you know how you go from one you think you're gonna be something you know not be a certain way and then you know how it how it you know how it turns out or whatever like that you know but uh yeah, I think as a kid or whatever, I was thinking I was going to have this long, luscious hair, you know, no, no, like no. All, all the time and everything like that. And I was me wearing like long spandex tights and everything yeah. and that that kind of look and everything. I never thought I was going to go with like the smaller, you know, trunks or anything. <laughs> yeah, you know. totally. So, yeah, yeah. So, as a kid, you know, I think on my creative wrestler, I never pictured myself, you know, I always pictured the long, luscious hair because, you know, when I get hit, I wanted to look cool, you Totally. Know. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, yeah, that's kind of more how I pitch myself as a kid. So,
1: from the, your first day of training to your first match, how much time is in between?
0: Oh man! So I, everyone's different in how they mm-hmm. learn in the wrestling and everything. Some guys, you know, pick it up like that, and some guys it takes a little bit longer. You know, guys or girls, I should say. Uh, uh-huh. But um, but, dude, I don't know, man. I I I would say I had my first match about two, two and a half months in. So fairly quick. Oh wow! Yeah. Fairly quick, man. I, I, um, it, and that just came from, you know, I kind of took to it like a duck in water, man. Just like once I got in,
1: did your trainers like verbalize that to you that like, wow, you're really progressing, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yes. But in their own ways. Okay. Um, my, my, my trainer had a certain way of, you know, he would, he would put you over, Uh but at the same time, keep you humble. You know, you would, you would always have to guess and you would be like, okay, am I, am I, I know I'm doing good because he's saying this, but am I really doing that good? You know? So, um, but yeah, man, uh, I kind of, you kind of get a, just comparative to all the other guys who were with me, you know, I was taken into it and getting, getting at it a lot quicker than the others.
1: Can you sense jealousy? Like, is there any?
0: Yeah. Really? So is it uncomfortable? Um, It can be, but you know, that's, that's, that's this business, you know, and you gotta, you gotta kind of come to terms with that real quick, you know, cause Mm -hmm. uh, there were guys who uh, were at the school who I was passing up as far as opportunity goes and I was getting bigger opportunities and they're longer than me, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, that's just, unfortunately, that's just how this business is. But you know, um, you gotta kind of get, you gotta get used to that real quick. And so I kind of, uh, I got a sense of jealousy. Mm -hmm. you know it wasn't never anything malicious or anything like that but it's just guys more in a sense like hey what the hell you know why am i not getting this
1: yeah and if the shoes on the
0: other foot you'd probably feel the same way you know sure sure and that's just that's just how the business goes down
1: so do you remember your first match absolutely absolutely
0: were you did
1: you have the jitters before you walked out
0: oh yeah it was it was crazy. I I, <laughs> I probably had like more of my my friends in the crowd than. You oh, but cool. that's than, cool. Yeah, no, it was great. You know, so it was great having my friends in the crowd. I probably had like thirty to forty friends in the crowd that night, man. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah, 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 and they took up an entire row of like seating and stuff. So it was. Cool. Let me was crazy.
1: interject for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of those friends that came, could you easily take any of them down in a fight? if
0: it came to that <laughs> um there's a few of them that would put up a good fight but okay, yeah okay yeah yeah For most of them do they pose no
1: physical threat to you no your, no your friends okay no, I'm no,
0: no, no. <laughs> but yeah man it was it was a cool feeling you know uh i had that first match and of course you know it was it was with a guy by the name of alex rains uh mm-hmm. think he uh, he works up in um colorado now but he, he he helped me out a lot you know in my training and stuff and mm-hmm. uh, you know he got me through my first match and just yeah, definitely there was a lot of jitters man because it was just like okay this is, this is you know this is did how you ever goes. look over and see like ca- catch a glimpse of your friends or like oh or yeah oh, 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 really? oh, absolutely. oh dude as soon as i came through the curtain man they were like it was like you know rabid fans are ah you know and just That's like all their, oh dude it's great like eh, there were, there, my friends outnumbered the rest of the crowd, you know, because it wasn't a big show. By <laughs> so, like, I, there's no way I couldn't have noticed them, you know?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So, th- at that point, you have to start, like, you know, getting yourself out there. Like, how do you, you know, you know you've wrestled in a ton of places. How do they, at the beginning, know who you are?
0: So, I was lucky in a sense that in my first year, um, my trainer just, he basically took me on the road, you okay. know, it oh, was, wow. it, yeah. So like, um, I'd say about the first nine to 12 months of my career, it was mm-hmm. really just me going out from place to place with him on the road each weekend. And mm-hmm. he's getting me all these gigs and you know, it. every time you go into a new promotion, it's, you should, I, I at least look at it like this, you know, you go in there for the first time and it's like you're, you know, in a, uh, interview. So, okay. you know, and mm-hmm. if they want, if you do good, you go out there and you, you know, prove your worth or whatever, hopefully they're going to bring you back, you know? So the way I was going through each and every one of these bookings was like almost like an interview. So i would go there, you know, try to kick ass and do my thing and mm-hmm. hopefully get another booking out of it and have them bring back. But uh, yeah, man, that was the good thing about my, uh, my trainer for the first uh, year. Uh, he took me on the road and he got me a lot of experience and uh, you know, it got me a lot of, a uh, lot of opportunities. So, you've worked AEW dark
1: how does how how do you get on their radar you know they're in florida right
0: um so aew they're based out of jacksonville mm-hmm. but now but now uh and i know they do like production out of like uh nashville and everything like that or whatever okay. but now but um now they're back on the road and they're doing their thing from uh, city to city each week okay
1: and and how did you
0: get involved um well, it, you know, it just like any other uh, form of entertainment, it, it, it's all about who you know. You know? Okay. And uh, I, I'm fortunate enough to have friends at, at AEW mm-hmm. and just, it, you know, put in a good word for me. And, uh, you know, basically, you get, they're the ones who got me on the radar. And, uh, what, you know, just like just like I was just saying, it's just like an interview process. You know, you go there and hopefully you prove your worth and hopefully they continue to bring you back.
1: Did you have nerves on your way there?
0: Like oh yeah, time. man! I, oh, I yeah. imagine that
1: must have been crazy.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, man. Anytime you're, you know, anytime working for a new company, especially if a company of that caliber and that mm-hmm. magnitude at that level, you know, absolute. But the is thing there any, is, Go on. Oh, uh, but I was going to say the thing is about, um, and I will say this about AEW is that they they have such a awesome atmosphere at, at back and backstage. Like uh-huh. it's, such a, it's such a relaxed atmosphere. You know, there's no heat if you want to go and, like, talk to someone and, you know, ask questions or, you know, in any kind of way, like, try to network or anything like that, you know, as long as you're not being a jackass. Yeah, yeah. So I will say this, you know, I've done work with WWE before and, Mm -hmm. you know, and the backstage environment compared to AEW, it's like, so that's, it's a little bit nicer going Mm -hmm. into that environment and it's a lot more relaxed.
1: Now, as a wrestling fan, as the ten-year-old kid in you, are you? Is there any part of you that's starstruck, like when you walk in, and like, oh, there's, um, or is it more like this is work, like you're going to work?
0: This is going to work. You know, okay. Uh, I I kind of um, I had that that mentality beat into me, you know, mm-hmm. in my in my training. Initially, the first few years is just like. You know, yeah, it's cool to be in the same locker room as guys you idolize and everything like that. But at the end of the day, you know, you look at them as, you know, one of your peers, one of your co-workers. Yeah. You know? So you kind of, you, you want to be as, you know, professional as possible. I'd say the only person I've ever marked out meeting uh, backstage or anything like that was R- Ronda Rousey.
1: Oh, oh yeah, I could see that. that would be Oh, crazy. man.
0: I, I met Ronda and I was like, oh, my God, nice to meet yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the only person. Who really, like, yeah, that's the only person I've ever been like, starstruck by, man.
1: Um, so is are winning championships important to you in, in the overall picture? Like, say when your career ends, you know, and you have tons of championships, you know, along the way, is that important to you like at the end of the day?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know how anyone can say that it's, it's not a okay. big, big deal. Cause a lot of, a lot of guys and girls try to play off belts like, oh, they're not a big deal and everything like that. And maybe to some people they're not, but, okay. um, to me, they're more of a um, they're more of a indication of how that company you know sees you. You know, okay. are, are, are you a good representative of that company? Are you what's going to draw that company money? Are you what's going to be good for that company to maybe take it to the next level? or you mm-hmm. know them investing that time to use as champion? So I you know any title that I've ever won, I you know I've always held it in regards to you know basically saying like this company is investing this much in me, and I you know I'm going to do everything I can to that return for them
1: the first belt that you won did you spend more than you don't have to give me an exact time more than say 60 seconds posing with it in front of a mirror <laughs>
0: yeah man I mean any time exactly. when win, win it's pretty cool you know so, yeah like but especially that first one the first one's always very meaningful did
1: you, know? you sleep with it I always imagine like putting it on my pillow next to me you know just for a night um okay so speaking of that do you have like a significant other? I'm not coming
0: on to you. I'm, I'm asking. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. I I do have a girlfriend, uh Alyssa. Okay. Was she
1: does she
0: did you is she a wrestling fan or was she a wrestling fan? So uh she is she is a wrestling fan. Well not like a huge wrestling fan or anything. Uh, she, she definitely, you know, she follows it.
1: Can she and has she been to some of your matches, I assume? Oh yeah, yeah. Now, can you tell that she's like impressed? Like my boyfriend's huge, and he's a pro wrestler. Like, does she like like Hey, thank you for being you." No, yeah, yeah, man.
0: She she's super supportive of everything I do and everything, and Uh I I, she she loves going to the shows and seeing me work live and everything like that. uh, Do you prefer Do
1: you prefer her
0: there, or do you, or is it a distraction? That's not a distraction okay
1: and does she yeah. come to most of your matches
0: um whenever they're like more local and everything like that but you know anytime they're you know it's like a few hour drive or everything like that you know and p- plus the thing that people don't realize is you know going to a show is one thing but then going with a wrestler to a show is another because we got to get there you know two three hours before oh, the show right. starts. so there's a lot of you know for wrestlers there's a lot of just downtime and waiting around you know so that you know sometimes that's not the most uh, yeah yeah
1: totally. especially if it's walk. hot or something
0: oh yeah yeah
1: um okay so do you have like can you at this point in your career look back and you know you've had tons of matches say oh this was the match that like i think really like showcases what i can do like is there like just one or it's a combination of many
0: um so i was one that stands off, and it stands in the top of my head is um i had a fatal four match at okay. uh, reality re- reality wrestling when i when i was the texas champion there what? and it, it was me uh Terrell tempo uh, Eric Lockhart and uh, Mysterious Q okay. and uh, you know working with reality wrestling a little backstory to, to me sure. getting to reality wrestling um, when I first started in my career uh, I believe I was about a year and a half in or so um, I went with someone to go meet Booker at one of his shows Booker T okay sure and basically you know I went to go network and go talk to him about possibly getting a booking you know mm-hmm. Uh, he gave me his information and then, you know, a week or two later I drove, I what? I had to rent a car. My car at the time was, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I had to rent a car to get to Houston and, um, you know, I sat around his school all night waiting for, you know, waiting to get, you know, five minutes of his time. Yeah, so yeah. Fa- Finally, I get, a you know, a few minutes of his time. He takes about, a, you know, a minute to see me in the ring and he's like, kid, you know, you're not ready to be on our TV yet. Uh, you know, but if you want to come train with us, you know, we'll get you yeah. there yada 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 So I wasn't ready, you know, and at that mm-hmm. time I didn't I didn't have the means to get to reality wrestling sure. so fast forward, you know Six years later and they're calling me in and all of a sudden like they bring me in and before you know it like I'm their Texas champion, you know, wow. so and uh, that was my first summer of champions, which is like their huge show there and um I just remember going to that match, man. We 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 were the opener. We killed it, you know. We set the place on fire, and I mean that was that was that's one of my you know matches that I hold dear. And you know, if anyone wants to work, watch some of my stuff, you know, I'm always like, oh, I'll put that match on. That's yeah, so, not Oh wow. Um,
1: are you wearing a Kate Cunningham jersey, perchance?
0: No, man. I'm okay. wearing a, a throwback uh, Rodman jersey. Man. Oh
1: sweet! That's awesome. Uh, I'm yeah. a Bulls fan, so like. Uh, oh yeah, I me too, man. Me
0: Oh, too. that's
1: great. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm going to let you go in a minute because um, I have to go pick up my damn kids from school. Uh, my two mistakes. Um, but can I
0: ask, you don't have children, do you? No, no, not, I like no. You. I oh. just have four, yeah, four cats.
1: That's fine. That's fine. Can yeah. I ask you five non-wrestling related yes or no questions? Sure. Okay. Um, the first one, have you at any point in your life held or had in possession of one of the six infinity stones?
0: Um, No. Okay.
1: Is there any type of music that makes your ears bleed figuratively? Oh man,
0: uh, jazz, yeah. Oh, okay
1: really i i you know i've never heard somebody like verbalize that that they hated I, jazz. I,
0: I don't know this some jazz is okay but a lot of jazz i just you know it'll take me out of any mood yeah
1: it's like when a dog hears a dog whistle okay <laughs> number three for 1.1 $1. $1. $1 million dollars would you eat panda meat?
0: panda meat for how much
1: mm-hmm. One point one million. 1.1
0: million oh man you yeah. don't have to tell anybody i I'll just say i don't have to tell anyone yes no okay okay
1: can you touch the tip of your nose with your tongue? No. Okay. And finally, if you had the power of invisibility, I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you my answer is yes. Would you commit any crimes if you had that power, like robbing a bank? Oh yeah,
0: because gonna okay. know.
1: Yeah. Oh, I appreciate your honesty, thank you. Okay, it doesn't make <laughs> me feel like as much of a jerk. Um, All right, well, thank you so much for coming on. If I didn't have kids, we'd still be talking.
0: Absolutely, um, man.
1: But I I loved having you on. I hope to, you know, you'll come on again in the future. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, stay healthy and stay safe and uh, beat this pandemic soon, I hope. Are you vaccinated?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm vaccinated. Did you have any choice? Um, No, I had a choice. Uh, But it was basically, it came down to it just being responsible about it, man. Yeah. um, Whenever I had COVID, um, I was asymptomatic. So it's just like, I don't, I don't know when I have it, you know? So yeah, exactly. It's just one of those things. It's just, I, I just want to get this shit back normal. Man.
1: Yeah. Like I could go kill my grandparents today. possibly, you know, yeah.
0: um, but I think I'm all good.
1: All yeah. right. Anyways. Um, actually I got to call the police and tell them I was just joking about that. Um, take care, uh, stay well and, uh, talk soon.
0: All right, brother. Thank you. All right. Take care.
1: Bye.